Hey everybody and welcome back to the Fitness First Podcast. I'm your host Jake Mays and today I have Mindset Master Coach David Gibson here with me. David, I'm going to let you kind of take it away and tell us a little bit more about what you do and why you love it. Again, thanks again, Jake. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to come on the podcast and share some insights with your following. Um, I consider it an honor to be able to be a guest here on this show. But ultimately, a little bit about me, um, who I am and what I do. My, my mission has always been to provide value to young professionals and leaders to help them show up effectively and ultimately become the best version of themselves. Um, I have a company entitled Elevation is a Must, where our mission is to provide young professionals with the tools, the strategies, and the insights that will help them build, grow, and scale their ideas. I speak at a variety of different conferences. Um, I do some leadership trainings for small businesses, and we also create content that's designed for young professionals. And we have a documentary series on small businesses. But overall, my mission has always been to help provoke thought within leaders, to help shift their mindset, to help them grow um, in all aspects of their life. So ultimately, they can live that, that, that purpose-driven life that they've been destined to fulfill. Man, that's awesome. And, and what would you say the number one issue you see in the mindset of the young professionals is? Identity. Okay. What do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by identity is ultimately the story that many people are telling themselves. A lot of times our minds can be hijacked by fear, by doubt, by the challenges of our past, by the current conditions of our present moment, and we become blinded of who we truly are and what we're capable of accomplishing. And it's important for us to get a clear understanding of who we truly are, right? Getting to the core essence of our identity. You're not your problems. You're not your pain. You're not even your mistakes. You're who you decide to be. And I believe when we begin to connect with our true selves and we own that, this is when we can start beginning to create massive shifts in our lives. But it's a process, right? It's Mm -hmm. a process of becoming aware of what we're thinking, you know, what emotions are influencing us and what habits we have integrated within our day-to-day life and then actively working to make those positive changes so we can create better results. Absolutely. And, and and I find so many parallels between like the mindset people can have in business and then the effective mindset you can have in fitness as well, because the the process is what's going to ultimately lead to the greatest results, right? So people yeah. that try to bite off like a ton early on in their fitness, in their business, a lot of times they end up burning out or just not getting to where they want to go. And putting those like first steps in place for people to actually like start losing a little bit of weight or just start going to the gym some like just to get those that snowball rolling i found be to be the best way to get people to stick to a plan long term with some of those early wins what have you seen something similar to that in uh like young business owners yeah i mean it Across the board, whether we're talking about changing your physique, starting or launching a business, achieving your career goals, whatever the case may be, it starts with who you're identifying yourself to be, right? I tell many people, don't even focus on the outcomes of the results, right? Of course, that's important, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be a byproduct of the habits and the behavior patterns that you begin to incorporate in your day-to-day life, right? So say, for instance, using fitness as an example, If you want to lose X amount of pounds, right, or you want to improve the overall quality of your health, don't focus on the scale, right? Uh, Focus on developing those practices 
that will ultimately create the results that you're aiming to experience. You know, don't focus on behavior patterns, focus on how you are going to start identifying as the type of person that can create these types of results. And that's where it begins, right? Ultimately, shaping a new identity by taking on new ways of approaching your day-to-day life, new habits, new practices. So ultimately, now you start evolving into this individual and a byproduct of that, you start creating the results that individual can can accomplish in their life. Yeah, no, and uh, I think a huge shift for me, like as a business owner, was something you actually just touched on. It was when you do the right things or the things that you should be doing enough times and at enough volume that it would be unreasonable for you to not succeed. And I think that was a huge mindset shift for me because I went from how can I make this much money a month or how much can I make this much money a year being the ultimate goal as a business to generate the most revenue to, okay, I need to do this today and then I need to do this tomorrow and I need to do it again and again and again. And then it becomes so unlikely that I won't succeed because I'm doing those things every day, even when I don't necessarily want to. Yeah. You you know why it's so difficult for people to take on that approach, Jake? Hmm. Why? why? The The reason why is not because they're incapable. It's not because they don't have what it takes. It's not because they're not qualified or they're lacking the experience or even the resources in some cases, right? But really the challenge that many people face is that we often overlook the importance of those small steps. There's mm-hmm. power in those small daily incremental steps, right? The mundane work that isn't necessarily sexy, so to speak, right? Like you're oh, in the yeah. fitness space, you know, to get those results in many cases, it's just redundancy, right? Redundancy. And then you increase new, new levels of resistance. You challenge yourself, you know, from day to day, but through it all, that process is requiring you to do some of the same things over and over and over and over again. And it's through that repetition that you start developing new levels of strength, new abilities, um, new, new skill sets, so to speak. And ultimately, you start getting the results that you're envisioning, right? And again, this mm-hmm. goes across the board, right? As it relates to business, you know, those, those, those non-negotiables that you established for your daily routine, those daily steps that you must take, right, that are going to support the vision, the purpose, and the goals that you've established for yourself. This is what we have to focus on. And because many people are challenged in the area of discipline and consistency, or again, they're overlooking the power of those small steps, they don't create that consistency, and ultimately, they don't get those results. Yeah, no, and I, and I think that's I think that's it. If you become pro, like process driven instead of outcome driven, it, yeah. it's un, it's just unlikely that it won't happen. I, I heard somebody say that once on a on a podcast or on their their uh, their Instagram. It was like you just need to do the right things enough times that it becomes unlikely, it's severely unlikely that you won't reach your goal. If you work out and pay attention to what you eat six days a week for 10 years, you won't be overweight. You just won't. Like it, yeah. it, it may not happen as fast as your cousin who lost 20 pounds doing whatever new fad diet is out there or, but you know, chances are yeah. your cousin who lost that 20 pounds gained 40 like after, after, because they didn't actually learn anything. They didn't make those process outcomes or those process goals. They just had outcome goals. So yes, they may have dropped the 20 pounds and they may have done it really fast. Yeah. They didn't learn anything. They didn't learn any lifestyle changes. That's one of the uh have you have you heard about the Ozempic movement right now? Do you know what that I is? Haven't. Yeah, uh-huh. so it's it's uh it's an injectable semi-glutide 
And it basically was like an appetite suppressant. And it was uh, mm. created for people with type 2 diabetes to help get their weight under control because that's the greatest threat that's, to their I health. Did. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I, did. I did hear about this. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's a few of them now uh, because it's so profitable. It's become a billion-dollar business in like a year. I mean, it's, it's so profitable. But it's not that I think Ozempic and those injectables are like the like they're the devil. They're the worst thing in the world. It It's just the fact that if you do it, to get your weight under control, I understand. But if you don't change anything, if you don't have any process yeah. goals during that time, you will not keep the weight off. You just won't. Yeah. Yeah. And and he, to your point, Jake, like you're bringing up a very interesting topic, right? Where <laughs> you have somebody that has a desire, right, to, you know, conquer. Maybe they're dealing with obesity or you know, maybe they're looking to change their physique. Maybe historically, you know, their BMI um, hasn't been where they want it to be, so to speak, right? And they're looking for that magic pill, right? Mm -hmm. That magic pill that they can take and then instantly they're going to start getting the results that they want. And ultimately, we can classify this as someone that's looking to skip the process, right? Yeah. Skip the process. You're, you're taking a pill in hopes that it's going to give you the results but not putting in the necessary work to create the outcomes that you want. Now, granted, right now, the research really hasn't been there on like the aftermath, right? The, you know, the long-term effects that many of these things that people are ingesting can have on the overall body. But what we do know is by you going through the process, right? Not only will you get the results, it may take a little longer than you just digesting a pill. Yep. But most importantly, that process is going to help you evolve into a greater individual, right? I tell many people, man, what you do in the gym makes what you do outside of the gym better. Everything yep. you do, everything that you do inside of the gym, right? It will make everything you do outside of the gym better, right? Think about it from this perspective. When you're training, you're working out, you're exercising. Ultimately, you're training your body and training your mind to be able to withstand and handle different levels of discomfort, right? So on a psychological level, that's going to help improve your patience. As you become a more patient individual, that improves your relationships, your relationship with your spouse, your significant other, relationship with your coworkers, relationship with your children, even the relationship that you have with yourself, right? Not only will it improve your patience, but studies have shown, right, it improves ultimately your metabolic health. It improves your immune system, which will make you less prone to disease and illness and sickness. It will help you be more resistant to injury, right? And it also is going to help you challenge yourself in different aspects of your life because it improves and boosts our confidence. The more and more you go through this process, I say all that to say, by you just digesting a pill, you're skipping a process that not only is going to help you improve your physical health, but overall, you as an individual, you as a man, you as a woman, you as a leader, right? Your character is developed as you're, as you're going through the process of losing weight. You're developing more strength. You're becoming a stronger individual. And that pays dividends in every aspect of your life. So I say all that to say, we <laughs> have to break the habit of attempting to skip the process because there's so much value in the process. Don't look for that pill. No, look for what do I need to change as an individual for me to create this life that I want to experience. And I have to commit to that process.
Well, damn, David, that was probably the best fucking explanation I've heard yet. <laughs> within that, that process, for sure. And and I tell people sometimes that it's it's kind of like uh, like when you're investing, right? Like if you invest money into you know whatever Tesla, Apple, it doesn't matter S and P five hundred, and you leave it in there for three months, so you that's one dividend cycle. I mean, what are you yeah. going to end up with? Like a dollar, two dollars? You're like this. This investing yeah. thing is stupid. You know, like why would anyone invest their money? But if you leave it in there and you continue to contribute to it over three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen years, now all of a sudden mm-hmm. those dividends start getting really big. Uh, like, and then yeah. the stocks go up in price, and you make a lot of money in it, and you're so glad you did it. Like, no, no one's ever. No one ever gets 40 years from now when they're at retirement or whatever. And they're like, God, I wish I just wouldn't have saved so much money because I have all this now. As long as you still experience your life, obviously. I, I don't mean like saving every penny and then doing nothing yeah, in, yeah. in your younger years. And it's the same thing with, with exercising. And then like to your point, the process, the learning the process. No one ever gets to the end of exercising and they're in great shape. They feel good. The sex they're having with their partner is better than it's ever been. The the self confidence yeah. they feel is better than it's ever been. Sleep, sleep, sleep is better than it ever been. And, and you get all the way to this point, and then what? You're gonna look and be like, God, I'm so pissed. I wasted the time doing this. No, yeah. because because then again, it carries into the other parts of your life. Like uh, the a lot of gym owners are some of the hardest working people. Some aren't mm-hmm. right. There's that. It's all it's all relative. Sometimes sometimes people just aren't, but. You know, they're up at four, they're training by five, they work they work yeah. out themselves, they pay attention to what they eat, they spend time with family, their last session's at seven PM, they're hitting they're doing all they can to go to sleep and then back up again the next day. And those processes yeah. over time carry into those other parts of your life. I, I just I love the way you said that. Yeah. And I think if anybody can take anything away from what we just mentioned during that, you know, moment in this conversation. I think it's important for us to shift our mindset away from looking at fitness as a destination and really begin to associate it as a journey, a quest, right? It's an ongoing process, right? Where we want to continue to grow. You know, we want to experience constant and never ending improvement because again, you know, as we commit to that process, it helps us become better as individuals, right? I tell so many people, especially when I'm talking to to leaders and young professionals and I'm doing different trainings, it's not about what we do. Of course, what we do is important, but what's most important is who we become, right? Think about it for a moment. We don't do success, right? Who says, hey, I do success? No, we become successful. In essence, success is an internal process of becoming, and the process is what allows us to qualify to become something better, something more enhanced, someone that's more skilled, someone with more resilience, right? Someone that's more mentally fit, right? Or physically fit, whatever the case may be. So again, by us skipping that process, we're missing out on who we can become. Man, yeah, no, I totally agree. I I just finished uh, Tom Grover or Tim Grover. I think, I I don't want to get his name wrong, but he he wrote a book called Relentless. Do you know what I'm talking about? Relentless, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan's trainer, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, and, and in his book, man, he was talking about all that stuff you just touched on. I mean, like how when, when Michael and Kobe, when they were out on the floor, there was no doubt. You know what I mean? Like, And, and yeah. there was no doubt because they put in all the necessary steps to have no doubt and to leave no doubt. 
that's where uh, I, another book uh, that I love is is called How Champions Think by Bob Rotella. And okay. uh, he was like a sports psychologist for like uh, uh, like Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods and LeBron James okay. actually. Nice. And uh, his whole – one of his major points in the book is about confidence, not cockiness. And that's in, mm. in so many words. It was exactly what uh, the author Relentless was talking about was when you step out onto the course or onto the basketball floor or in, in, in the board meeting or whatever, you're so confident that what you're about to do is your best. And yeah. you're so confident that your best is going to be good enough that some people who aren't confident may actually see it as cocky, but you're not cocky. You didn't show up and you're just like, I'm the best fucking guy that's ever done this. It, just because you think it, you know it because you put in the necessary, again, process goals to become the best at whatever it is that you're doing. It may be the best at podcasting yeah. or it could be the best at yeah. shooting three pointers, but you walk out on the floor and there is no doubt in your mind that you are 100% going to do the thing that you, you've gone out there to do. And that doesn't mean it always yeah. goes your way. Sometimes you still deal with failure, but then you take failure. And in my opinion, and the way I think people should see failure, failure is feedback. So you either succeed yeah. or you learn, but you're not failing. Because if you failed, you yeah. learned a very valuable lesson. I love that, man. Um, you know, I, I, I share the same sentiments when you're talking about failure. Um, changing the relationship that you have with failure. Because again, what many people often do is they begin to identify with their mistakes, right? Instead of saying, I failed, they begin to associate themselves as a person that is a failure, right? And that's a dangerous space to be in, especially if you're looking to level up your life because it will haunt you every time you're thinking about stepping outside of your comfort zone or attempting something new. And then when you're talking about confidence, right? Like I do leadership trainings, and I have four pillars of confidence, right? Four pillars of confidence that I often share with individuals. And for viewers and, and listeners that are tapped in, I'll briefly break this down in hopes that it will provide value to you if you feel as if you're lacking confidence in a particular space or area in your life. We lack confidence, Jake, simply because we're lacking connection, right? I look at confidence as connection. Now, when we're lacking confidence, we're either disconnected to four things. Number one, is knowledge and information. Number two is skills and abilities. Number three is experience. And then number four is your true and real self, right? Again, number one is knowledge and information. Number two is skills and abilities. And number three is experience. And number four is ultimately your real and true self. So again, for those that may be listening, maybe you're struggling in the area of confidence as it relates to your career, you know, your body, your temple, uh, some goal that you're aiming to work towards, you want to launch a podcast, you want to write a book, you want to put yourself out there with this great idea, and you feel as if you're doubting yourself and you don't have what it takes. Look at those four areas. Where are you lacking connection, right? Is it knowledge and information? What we're doing right now is we're, we're, we're putting a process together that will help instill confidence within us, right? Is it knowledge and information that you're lacking? How can you get connected to that, right? What research do you need to do, right? What information do you need to acquire? What specialized knowledge do you need to dive into? Is it skills and abilities? Like skills are a know-how practice, right? A step-by-step -step process of doing a specific task. How can you develop that skill set, 
How can you get better in that specific space? Maybe it's experience, right? Hey, I've never done this before. Well, who's done it before? Who, you, who can you connect with that can provide insight, right? That can mentor you or coach you or train you, right? Talking yeah. about the fitness space, so to speak, right? <laughs> and then is it ultimately you not connecting with your real and true you? This is where we're talking about this disempowering story, right? This, this self-sabotaging narrative where you can have the capabilities, you can have the skill set, you can have more degrees than a thermometer, you can have all the resources, <laughs> But if you don't believe in yourself, right, if you're doubting yourself, if you're battling with imposter syndrome because you have this misguided view of who you truly are, then ultimately you'll never be effective and perform at a high level. So we have to do the necessary work to start unpacking some of those limiting beliefs and some of those self-sabotaging stories and start developing a new empowered mindset that will help instill deeper levels of confidence. But ultimately, that's what it boils down to is creating connection, right? So when you do doubt yourself, ask yourself, what am I lacking? Is it skills, knowledge, information, experience, or am I just in my own head and overthinking mm -hmm. this and getting in my own way? What do I need to do to take steps forward? No, I, I, mean, I totally agree. And, and that's, that's where a lot of, uh, not necessarily clients, but people that start fitness businesses, they lack, they have the imposter syndrome really bad. I have it too. Like I, I, I feel it all, all the time. And I think a hard part is no certificate, like, I got my master's degree in exercise science and I got out and here I am thinking that all these clients are going to want to work with me because I'm like, oh, I got a master's degree in exercise science. They don't give a shit yeah. that I have a master's in exercise science. I probably, <laughs> I probably had four people actually ask me. Like, in all, like I've worked with over 100 people and like that probably had four people out of over 100 ask me, why are you qualified to coach me? Like to, mm. to even let them know that I have a master's or a certified nutrition coach. And so my point to that is just this year alone. And like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say this. Like I've spent over $10,000 this year on like coaching yep. and marketing teams and like trying to learn the ins and outs of like a business and trying to learn, you know, what, what I need to do better or differently yeah. only yeah. to come to the realization again, that a solid day-to-day -day process and doing the work is the best way to grow and the best way to continue gaining more clients more whatever whatever you want notoriety followers the day in day out process doing the work is really it and i say that from working with a marketing team and working with business coaches like you can spend a ton of money and for me i i never say anything was a mistake because had i not done it i wouldn't have known and i always would have wondered yeah. if i just wasted my time before i learned these valuable lessons but if you can yeah. save ten thousand dollars which i'm trying to help a listener here do that is a really good thing to know is that the process it always comes back to the process always yeah if you're willing to do the process and you're willing to hit those steps every day you can and more than likely will be successful it just won't yeah. always feel that way kind of like you were talking about with the imposter syndrome yeah i mean it, it's i think again what most people have to learn to do is look at it as a journey and not a destination. You know, a journey is a lifelong commitment. You're in it for the long haul, right? Yeah, like I'm, I'm taking this thing as far as I can take it, right? To see how great I truly can become. And a part of that is you really just having a narrow focus, not just on the end result, but most importantly on embracing that process, right? And then to your point, 
Take a step every single day. I tell many people, small hinges open big doors, right? Every door that that. you open up, it can be a massive door, but there's a small hinge that's opening up that big door. We're looking to step into big opportunities, but are we putting in those small hinges, right? Are we consistent with the the daily actions, the incremental steps that are going to build momentum towards that ultimate opportunity, so to speak? So let that be your focus and whatever it is that you're doing. And I think in this world we live in, we see on social media, people sharing their highlight reel, people sharing, you know, the amazing things that are happening in their business, what's happening in their relationships. And we often assume that it happens like that, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants overnight success, a drive-through breakthrough, instant gratification. You know, they want that achievement to happen in the right now. And in the real world, <laughs> in the complete reality, right? <laughs> It doesn't happen that way, right? No. You know, great things take time. When you see somebody crushing it or dominating it, dominating in their space, you're seeing where they're at now, right? And where they're at now may be chapter 15. Don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 15. They're completely yeah. different spaces, right? Be inspired by that. Don't feel as if you're lacking or you're, 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 you're left behind or you're not where you should be. No, you're right where you need to be, right? Focus on your journey, dominate your space, stay in your lane, but most importantly, focus on taking those daily steps. And to your point, if you take a step every single day, eventually you will get there, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually you're going to get there. Like say, say for instance, where, where are you located, Jake? I'm in North Texas. So you're in North Texas, right? Out there in the South, the Lone, the Lone Star State. Yeah. I'm in the Midwest, Indianapolis, okay. Indiana, right? So to get to you, I need to head Southwest. If I go in the southwest direction, I take a step, right? Every single day, I'm just walking in that direction. It may take some time, right? But sooner than that. later, <laughs> you know, I may be like Forrest Gump back in the day. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Across the nation and the country, so to speak. But <laughs> sooner than later, if I continue to take a daily step, I'll eventually get there. But here's the beautiful thing about it, right? From Indianapolis to Texas, that's going to be an amazing sights that I can see, right? Some beautiful things that I can come across, right? That journey, that process is now exposing me to experiences that I couldn't gain access to if I never took those steps, right? Say, for instance, if I just got, you know, lifted up from Indianapolis to Texas, I'd miss everything along the way. And the same is true in life, right? That process is going to help expose you to experiences that transform who you are as an individual, as a leader as a person, as a friend, as a husband, as a wife, whatever the case may be, that process is shaping you into a better person. Damn it, David. I didn't think you were going to top the last one. I really didn't. That was fucking great. (laughs) It was so good. We're kind of coming up on 30 minutes here. I don't want to take too much more of your time, David. Let the listeners know where can they find you? Where can they get motivated by you? Simply, man, on on, uh, all social platforms, at D1Gibson is my handle. That's at D, the number one Gibson. And then, you know, for more insights, more practical tools, be sure to subscribe to my growth newsletter. Uh, that's at elevationisamust.com. And then we also have a MindFit community where we dive deeper into many different success practices, uh, meditation, visualization, and mindset tools. Uh, and for information on that, go to mindfitcommunity.com. But ultimately, elevationisamust.com has links to all of that. So if, to make it easier, just visit the website. Then, you know, you can be directed from there. 
Man, well, that's great. And thank you so much again for coming on today, man. I've had the best time sure, talking brother. to you. We've we got to do it again. I mean, I really could. I could talk to you about this for, for a full hour. Yeah, man. Send me the invite, man. Just let me know, brother. <laughs> and thank you for everyone who listened to the Fitness First podcast, and we will see you next time.